Hey, Internet, welcome back to Same Ish Different Day, the podcast where we continue the march into madness. I'm Raza Malik, and I'm joined with my Amaze Balls co host, Bailey Nargang, also featuring the lovely Wine Mom, the arbiter of everything TikTok and YouTube. Hey, it's Wine Mom. Bailey here. Gotta drop that reminder that you can find this show on any streaming service you use. Remember to leave a sassy review, and you wanna bash us or our opinions generally? Well, you can follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and maybe some other places in the future. I join these guys weekly to keep their egos in check as we break down complex social issues and talk about why your kids shouldn't be watching family vloggers. We talk about real-ish on a real level. Ain't got time for the Twitters? Don't worry, we have collectively wasted our existence combing the internet for you. Also, before these two get carried away, don't be shy. Join our Discord for the inside scoop. You can also support us on Patreon, where you can work your way up your our very own class system. And don't worry, it's pay to win. So welcome back to another episode of Same Shit, Different Day, where we try not to rip each other's heads off. Let's get it. What's up, internets? Welcome to Same-ish, Different Day, the podcast with a name that we can't say anymore. This week, Raza wants to help teach you how to edgelord in an hour or less. So, we're going to talk about, like, the trending topic of, like, what it is being edgy. The internet was made on it, and I know we definitely participated in some questionable communities in our times, because Mm -hmm. it was just, like, the evolution of being like a, a funny person or a gamer or just a denizen of the internet overall. So yeah. why do people want to be edgy now? Back in the day when people became edgy, it was to stand out to say something. Like it was so, people in the left field would lose their mind when they saw this. And nowadays, everyone is edgy or tries to be edgy. So when everyone is trying to be a 4chan shitlord, how does one stand <laughs> out from that? And with that I mean, logic, being an edgelord is a, a form of conformity now. Like, being a nice person is considered being a rebellious act because we're so used to watching XQC on stream just being a dingus all day. You know what I mean? Yes. Sorry, I don't know who that is. Yeah, I don't know what it's Twitch is. It's good that you don't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> XQC? Don't you mean Triple X starring uh, Vin Diesel? My joke was funnier. <laughs> 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 but so I think you two would have contrasting opinions and I think we all understand the same era of YouTubers but like who popularized edgelordness like was it like filthy frank era YouTube like what popularized and made it everyone want to be edgy I think you said it or I said it in the script uh it was that 4chan I think you that think so? would sort of I think it came from that because it was like mm. un- adulterated, unfiltered. You could say whatever you want, and no consequences. Whereas uh, YouTube, even you YouTube back in the day had some consequences. But uh, it just I think it came from there, and sort of like every site is trying to build, is trying to replicate that sort of like community, it's like Reddit, for example. Reddit is, is trying to be, or is like that now. Yeah, mm. yeah. What about you, I mom? I think I agree with Raza. I think that's probably where it started as far as like, I think it was a small niche group at first. And then I think mm-hmm. characters like Filthy Frank and the type of people we see on YouTube and the type of people we see 
on um, Reddit now. Like that's where their inspiration came from. Mm-hmm. But I think right now when you think about like Edge, and I mean like okay, we can we can say it's on Reddit because a lot of it is there. Um, but I think I think majority now comes from Twitter. I think that's kind of like where the Edge Lords live. I can attest to that very much. Um, not because I am that edge lord, because okay, I see that, that. There's got to be. <laughs> I... There's got. There's got to be an edge lord TikTok that we're not aware of. Too. <clears throat> probably, probably. Like, I don't think so. It's you probably like than us. Like edge lord, so. like in the way that agrees with us. So we don't think it's edgy because it agrees with our narrative. That's what I think. Uh, mm. uh, is on TikTok. Wait. Um. What? Repeat that. I think there is an edge lord, edgy community on TikTok, but because we don't think it's edgy, because it agrees with what we think of like what how, like, I think it like. Oh, I get we, what you're saying. You're trying to say yeah. we are edge lords, so because we are edge lords, we don't see that as being an edge lord. Yeah, but I'm also <laughs> saying that I'm also saying saying that like because our like our opinions and our views sort of agree. Right with that edge community uh-huh. so we don't see it as edgy but the outside will like on on instagram you see the majority of the pages are right skewed so it's edgy for us but like to the majority of of instagram users who are who agree with that mindset don't find it edgy so i, th- <laughs> I think it's like how you the person looks like which person looks at it, at it so edginess is, can, like, is like relative. I can allow you to have that opinion, but so, I will also disagree and say I don't think there's edge on TikTok. I, I accept your opinion, but okay. I don't think there's I don't think there's edge on TikTok. Then, I think there's attempted edge, but it's it's not really there. I, I'm not gonna argue that. I know there's some wild like unfiltered clips of like second world war and shit like that on there so i kind of presume yeah. there would be but i do trust you there the yeah. thing i was interested in because i think what Raza's kind of pointing at is because you can have like liberal edgelords and that is yeah. like the most frustrating group of the bunch because it does feel like more of like a popularity grab faux edge as gigas is <laughs> right. right diet edge Diet. Diet. Yeah. I just, yeah. I just yeah. find people on TikTok, like they're just, they're just saying opinions of other people. Like they're just recycling opinions. Yeah. I don't think it actually I mean, is any true edginess. Um. Yeah. And that's that's like I think that's like even a Facebook to a degree is like that too now because it's all like we're um, recycled edge. But it's like I mean, censored, yeah. recycled. Yeah. It's, it's all censored, okay. recycled, boring. Edge yeah, content. and that's why those sites aren't doing as good as, say, TikTok, for example. So, like, because all of, like the meat and all the freshness is still there. So, yeah, I, I kind of. Yeah, so then, as per the conversation we were having when this thing opened up with the pendulum, now that you're saying this has become like a conformity thing, right? Like becoming edgy is something that has become the norm right do you think that's going to swing back the other way such as cancel culture quote-unquote that annoying term that we hear too much of yeah i I think like a victim of the pendulum do you think yeah yeah because like i i think how how like humans are we tend to have be have adhd a lot so we we will go from one from one side to the other side 
inevitably like in like less than 10 years okay i'm confused by that question so you're what you're saying is right now the social justice warriors are less and it's more so edge yes and do we think that it's going to swing back into having more sjws and less edge is what you're saying you think it's gonna like do that yes that's what he i don't think so <clears throat> okay, continue saying what you're saying, Ross. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I was confused uh, by where you were going with your statement. Based I I was kind of asking where in that pendulum do you think we're at, and where do you think it's going? Okay, I think we're still going this way. You're going towards back towards towards the edge lords. The edge towards the edge lords. I I think we're going the other way. We haven't done a full swing yet. So you think we we're have... going the other way? Yeah, dude, we're still doing. We're I think still we're going. St- we're still I going think, here. I think we're still You're seeing. We're, we're going. We're going just to see, and then it's gonna pop back. That's what we're almost at the pop back, and that's so the all pendulum conservative stuff that we literally. See going on. So the pendulum is literally, and I quote, edging. You guys are making this so confusing. No, I agree. Like, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. Get in there. Put it in wine mom language. It's your turn. It's your turn. No, no, but go ahead. What were you going to say? No, no, it's fine. It's fine. fine. Okay. I don't think, I don't think we're going to see SJWs anymore. Not in the way that we used to see them. Because back, okay. So think about back when we were younger and we were on the internet. Literally everyone was an SJW. Everyone wanted to argue with everyone about who's right and who's right. That was literally all the internet ever was for but i find now 90 percent of people are trying to be edgier all the time regardless of what's going on and so the reason why i don't think that we'll swing back to those i mean there's always going to be sjws right but i don't think we're going to swing back to the time when it was just all social justice warrior crap right when everyone would, would be like oh you're a keyboard warrior and that was always like the common right but I think now, because of the pandemic, a lot of us are more pessimistic and a little bit grumpy and a little bit more, like, less caring to have these arguments. Because let's just say this, okay? The people now who are seen as edgelords, right? The people who are, I guess you would say, more left-leaning or liberal-type content who are seen as, like, the edgelords now, and we look at the conservative people more so as like the SJWs, just not because they are doing anything SJW, but just because like what they're trying to do in order to maintain media presence and try to gain sympathy is by being more social justice right? That's what we're seeing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I just think that like we're so tired that it's just easier to troll or not respond at all. And I think majority of people uh-huh. are on the common sense side, I hope. And so now we're just getting to the point where we just don't even care to argue anymore. Like, I literally don't even care to argue anymore. It's a tough. I, like, if somebody tough, tries to fight with me, I'm just like, okay, love you, bye. <laughs> your experience is valid, and I do relate to it personally. So this isn't a but statement. This one is like, yours it's a is but right. Statement. No, I just, I think alternatively, and I think they're both, I, I, I'm torn because I do witness a lot of opposite with the left wing people getting more riled up. And being more divisive and having like more divides because people don't want to like meet in the middle and they won't even talk about the shits. So I'm like watching people get more <clears throat> radically progressive, 
quite often. But at the same time, I, mean, I think that's a matter of environment, you know, and, well, and access to shit and coziness because it's like rich people doing that typically. Okay, I think you're correct, but I think you also have to look at um, geographical location when you take that statement. Yeah. Right? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. if you look at Americans, <clears throat> there's always been some form of a balance, right? The, the, the liberal people on that side have always kind of been that way of like whatever like this is the fact take it how you want i'm not gonna argue with you here right because their i guess just their way of living has always been more aggressive to the i guess conservative leaning group right mm-hmm. whereas in canada we've always been majority liberal or like on the socially fair side of the world right but I think since the pandemic and since specifically incidents that have happened in Ottawa, it's creating a generation of people who are just like, honestly, I don't even care to argue with you. If you can't see past the end of your nose, I'm wasting my energy. And so now we're we're getting to that point of what you're saying. Whereas traditionally okay. we wouldn't have been because we didn't have that much. I guess you could say radicalism. We didn't have that much here then. Um, yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I think, uh, I think going back to that question, Bailey was, was, was asking, I think we're, if I think about it, we're more in a middle ground. Like, I think wine mom is right to a degree that I think the social justice warrior is going to go away, but the, but okay. So it's the term that will go away because yeah. they'll start to, they'll start mm-hmm. to act more like their uh counterparts on the right like fucking antifa for example let's i don't but uh they'll start to act like 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 that to be more as you were saying progressively radical so i think if and if anything when the pendulum goes fully that way we'll see more aggressive uh uh, people on both sides of the spectrum Mm -hmm. whereas if it's on this side We'll see an Im- an imbalance of of what is going on. We'll see uh, one side stronger than the other side. So because it's going, I believe because it's going this way, we're kind of seeing the playing field kind of e- e- equalizing, and this trucker thing is exposing those people essentially, like, like, yeah. like telling us who thinks this way. Because I've, I don't know about you guys, but I've, I've seen so, so many people I, I, I knew thinking they had the same. Common uh, sense well, as wine mom says. Yeah, common sense. Not even just common sense, but like, like the same liberal views as I do, which don't even need to be common sense. They're just normal views to, to, yeah. to have. Yeah. But I thought those people. One last thing, and then you can jump in. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought those people would be like me but that i'm finding out that like oh they're not like me so it's like i'm i think the more the pendulum sp- swings this way the more we will, we will find out who is actually who as opposed to it goes on the on the other side right yeah, yeah i think yeah. i think what's really happening because what you said there is a very powerful statement right we we tend to assume other people's political position based on the friendships that we have with them right Mm -hmm. and like i don't blame you for that because 
obviously you're going to think the person you trust that you're close. Like I would, I would like to think that you guys share a lot of the same views as me because we wouldn't be friends otherwise. Right. You obviously would like to think that, but I think the problem with the current state is because I'm finding it very hard. I'm finding it very hard to label certain people that I've known for a long time who are saying some really bad opinions. I'm finding it hard to label them as, you know, a radicalist or a conservative or even put them in those categories, right? Mm -hmm. Because a lot of these people, the line for them, I don't think they actually have any political ideologies. I don't think they actually have any genuine um, opinions because the line for them is so blurry of to like what's important. I think I'm more inclined to call them selfish people than political Mm -hmm. people. Because yeah, it's no. their political views are very temporary, temporary, right? Because yeah. right now we're so about this movement about this and about that. And it's like, I'll take, uh, I will use one example specifically. And we talked about this off the show a couple weeks ago. Um, I know somebody really well from high school. We haven't talked in many, many years. It's not like we're friends anymore. It is what it is, right? We have each other on social media because for some reason, that's just kind of how our world works, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they were posting a lot of stuff in regard to the convoy and the movement and the protesting and how they felt certain ways in regards to their children's life experiences and things like that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, okay, you're confused, but that's fine. None of my business. I'm not your mom. I'm not your kids. You're not my it's responsibility, the, right? It's in, the, it, it, it's in the name, though. Why, yeah. mom? So. No. Ignore. So I'm just like, okay, that's fine. I went about my business and I posted a TikTok to my story that says, if you support this movement, but you've never cared about all the other various movements, I'm not going to tell you what they all are because if you're here, you probably already know them. So I'm like, if if it's about this, but it's not about any of these, then you actually aren't doing anything in regards to human rights activism whatsoever. So LOL, no. Literally viewed my story within 20 minutes had posted something in regards to the water You're crisis me about this yes in re- that i just told you that in yeah. regards to the native water crisis yeah yeah and i'm just i'm sitting here like girlfriend do you yeah. think that that do you you have never cared about yeah. i have never once yeah. in all the time you've been on my social media we've had each other on social media have you ever cared about a single political cause Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this is so, this is yeah. the movements you're making on social media. Do not so, feel embarrassed. Oh yeah. You, so to you, bring you, it you full circle, it. I think that's like a very interesting discussion to have in terms of like an overload of information and how that attributes to why people are being edgelords and how that's affecting now how we intake our information because we're viewing it through such a pessimistic filter as you've prescribed. Okay. To, One like, other thing. Bring it back on topic. Right. Damn it. No, I can't go off topic. <laughs> no, but I mean like just you you probably can after I say what I'm going to say. No, it's okay. Cool. But what I want to make note of is that what I'm noticing now with the trends of people who are aligning with certain political views that aren't genuine to who they actually are is like now they're masking this shitty opinion with other good opinions, right? And that's the thing that's bothering me is because there, there's st- the 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 certain group of people that are like, it's human rights, it's human rights, it's human rights. 
who have said nothing about genuine human rights now all of a sudden are aligning themselves with causes that they've never cared about before they don't actually care they're just trying to show we are I, i'm not picking and choosing my activism i care about both things it's like no now you care about yep. it because everybody's pointing their finger at you and going are you about human rights activism or is this about the fact that you can't see past your own selfish needs and wants so to bring this back on topic how does this relate back to what we were talking about about like societal and the because i think social justice on this topic okay dad the social justice warriors right i think are using things to mask them like if we're calling conservatives social justice warriors now right they're using other things to sort of mask their behavior to seem more continue i, I didn't cut you off i didn't say nothing. no go ahead I don't have Did anything else to say because I don't know how to I don't know how to explain what I'm trying to explain that why it makes sense to what I'm saying mm -hmm. but I'm just basically trying to make the point of like they're using the certain groups are are using other tools to sort of like mask their whateverisms I don't know how I, to explain I, myself. I think I know what you're trying to say they're trying to like um pick and choose or like like do performative uh yeah uh um performative activism because all of a sudden you're bringing it up and then now it it's now the utmost importance to them when they yeah. didn't even know like i have so many people like that too it's like you didn't yeah. even know about this when it was happening why are yeah. you caring about it like a year later yeah mm -hmm. yeah so i think something to be discussed then as we're talking about internet culture shifting between these things is like evaluating a how you intake information and then b how you participate after intaking said information would you agree yes and i know how to bring it back full circle i think people posting what for example by saying the trucker stuff it's to get a reaction i think nine times out of ten is to get a reaction for the other side that's how the edgelord is on on in it's not even just that the trucker stuff is for anything um i do it i think barely does it you'd probably do it well i'm all mm -hmm. we all do it because we want to see people looking at our stories and see if they saw it and see what their reactions yeah. are so to be an edgelord regardless of the situation is just to get a an, a reaction out of people it isn't mm. necessarily you care about the topic or care about what you're defending or or, or being against you just want to yeah. be so <laughs> that yeah. will f f an edgelord will get fucked up in any debate because i know the three of us are consistent with our beliefs mm -hmm. i believe in some shit barely believes in <laughs> my mom believe, believes in some good stuff too no uh, but like being con in edgelord you're you're not consistent with your beliefs yeah. Or, yeah. or your mindset so uh that's if you want to learn how to be a proper edgelord at least be cons you can be an, an edgelord and be consistent you just need to stay on topic for the entire time and try to yeah which we don't so we're not good as ed edgelords here but um, we I... try to be consistent <laughs> and try to, sorry to hijack this, but like try to be yeah. consistent and try to stay on focus on what you think is important because you can be an ethical edgelord too and actually yeah. 
talk well, about I mean, things that are proper. I think that's why it's right. reactionary. I just want to highlight that one word. I'm not going to go yeah. like just reactionary. I think that was key yeah. there. No, but you're yeah. you're right. That's the big thing. Is like we've talked about this. Listen to understand. Don't listen to respond. And then nine times out of ten, you'll win the argument. Exactly. Yeah. Or if you're you're like me, and if you taste blood in the water, just go right in for the kill. <laughs> <laughs> just calling all oh, the shark gosh. homies. Let's get them. Yeah. All right. Toxic so over here. Now we've changed up the segment so that if things get spicy like it just did, we could bring in some comedic relief. So kids, we have God. Am I the Asshole? I literally forgot about that. I was like, oh. right. I, was like gonna change, I thought we're, we're going to change it. Like, oh shit, I just did this extremely hard thing of copying pasting the section into another section. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right, kids. So, Am I the Asshole for shutting down a conversation due to a joke? I, female, 39, asked my sister, female, 40, to stop saying that I do not have a real job because I work in public education. <laughs> I asked her to stop. This has been going on for years. But I just hit my limit and she came back with, I am just joking. I told her I am done talking with her until she can respect me. So, am I the asshole that I told my sister I am stopping conversations when she starts in on this old joke that I have told her countless times makes me upset? My favorite thing about Bailey talking like a white girl is that he sounds like one of the girls from Mean Girls. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I go for. But yeah, I no, definitely not. That's healthy. That's setting boundaries. You're not an asshole. You might... It's fair to also feel guilty because it's like a sibling. It's someone close to you. It's a tough decision to make. But ultimately, man, you got to set them boundaries. Throw hands. Like what wine mom will, will probably do. <laughs> Throw hands. <laughs> um, I don't... I guess you want my opinion. Um... <laughs> no, no, no. Be, 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 continue on to, to the next section. <laughs> um, so this is a thing. I, I think I've talked about this with you guys before. I think teachers are the most important and most valuable people. And they deserve a lot more respect because they are educators and full-time babysitters for your fucking terrible kids. Yeah. Um, and I don't think her job is a joke. I think the mm -hmm. system that she works for is a joke. Mm -hmm. But she mm -hmm. is fundamentally not a joke. And if mm -hmm. somebody is your sibling, because there's always this thing with siblings, <clears throat> and we, we know this, there's always some degree of competition. And when mm -hmm. one sibling thinks that they are better than you because they maybe have a different education or a different job, it gets really fucking boring. Yeah. When they constantly put you down and make fun of you, as somebody who has experienced that mm -hmm. and then was the one who actually had the upper hand <laughs> later yeah. on, yeah. like... It's just like, yeah, fuck, fuck you. You're not an asshole. Your sister's an asshole. Sh shut the fuck up. Because she never. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. She's probably a stay-at-home <laughs> mom, and she's just a big jerk. Jesus, Ross is out here getting us canceled, which is a good segue. Okay, next section. We'll tie on well. Something to, okay, to, get in here, yeah. you fucking disruptive man. What do you want? I'm saying this like, like, like. Like, yeah, it's just like, come up with a new material. If, yeah. if she's been do doing it for a year now, she has more than enough time to do, to have a, a new joke. Can, yeah. can't you just be... Like, if, if, like, if you're in a joke with your 
sibling, which I do all the time, I have grown from calling her four eyes to calling her even worse names now. See, I have evolved. This person <laughs> clearly needs to e evolve in order to have a healthy relationship. And she, well, she's she, she, yeah. she's forty, so it's kind of the end of the line for her. Maybe. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like that doesn't I mean, have anything like, better. It doesn't We're matter. About 40, your little sister and shit, you know. Forty, like, ten years old. It doesn't honestly, matter. You're self-improving. I'm just making. I'm just making a stab at the older sister for being a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Right. Anyways, Bailey wanted to move this podcast along because Bailey yeah. has a family to go go to on, on family yeah, day. I'm just trying to keep this entertaining, fam. Come on. Yeah, so not letting us talk. Yeah, oh, I think whatever. Is why mom and I are like are, are like Will Ferrell and John C. Riley. Yeah, I'm John C. Shut C. Up. C. Riley. Sure. All right. Yeah. All right. So that. tying into the last one, staying on like the conceptually, right? We're watching. We just had a great. We ended off like the reactionary stuff associated with being an edge lord, and it's all about getting the views and the likes and all that. So. Why are boomers so late to the party, fam? So boomers will still use the quote-unquote I identify as a helicopter joke as if the year is 2010. Like, why are they trying so hard to join in on the party now? Is it because these new things are making them feel more included in an internet culture? Like, do they think it's like how they communicate online? Or is it that, like, their inability to accept, like, social change and they're scared to see the world change, so they're trying to hold on to old humor? Now, Raza brought up the relative example of Ricky Gervais, right? Ricky Gervais has been in the headlines trying to get quote-unquote canceled so that he can clearly just have articles written about him and stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, to us, it seems lame. But to his fans who are older and younger, this is, like, thought-provoking, quote-unquote, even though it's like he's it's literally just a PR device. So how do you tell that like when you're looking at someone like Ricky Gervais or these boomers that are, are, are combating cancel culture for headlines? Are they just doing it for more headlines? I guess just exactly what we tied in there, right, is a very reactionary thing to answer that. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you exactly what it is. Yeah. It's the, it's the fear of the loss of influence. That's exactly what it is. They're trying to make sure that they maintain their ability to influence older and younger people because there is that mid-generation, which I guess you would consider our age bracket, maybe a little bit older and a little bit younger. We're kind of the internet generation. And so we are self-educated and self-informed and we kind of are able to see through that kind of stuff. And so they're old people influence doesn't work anymore. And so the reason why they're now using internet jokes, even though they are far behind, is because they're afraid to lose their influence. I would agree with you from my professional perspective as well. Like through my day job, that is literally what I'm seeing. I see it as much yeah. more of this, like they are trying to conform and they are just literally cool, four, four years behind. Person. Yeah, it's just like, like, like the, like Ricky Gervais, like he's, Everything he does is trying to be um, uh, edgy. Like everything, like like he goes around talking about the trans community. Like like it's like if he's the first one doing it. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. he, he's like the so like I like I was on his Twitter and he just he uses the same jokes 
And like, like I back in the day, I thought he he was kind of cool, but then as the older I grew, I realized that wait, he's just like there's funnier people out there. I make a hit on that, but there's funnier people out there. <laughs> uh, but and but he like he doesn't under like he doesn't understand that like the times are moving on, and like yes, his show on Netflix is one of the best shows, rated right. But like I think it's because he's been able to cement himself as a type of character where he can't really move move out of it. So that's why yeah. he's doing. All of all, all of these, like the cancellation tour, which is an ironic name for a tour, because that defeats the purpose of going on on, on tour. Just... So ultimately, yeah. why mine, why mine, why wine mom is correct there. And then I just want to bookmark one thing. Hold this for a convo for later. We need to. How did you de edge lord your taste in shit? Like that's a good story for one day. But South wine Park, mom, get in there. South Park. Um, I just, I just, it's just very cringy. This whole, cause like, okay, this whole, like, um, this, this mentality of like, if I ask to be canceled, then I'm uncancelable or Mm -hmm. I'm ignorable or whatever people think it is when you ask to be canceled. It's like, do you know that now you're in the category of like, just you're, you're now a Sam Pepper. Like you're just cringy, bro. Like I don't even, I don't even care to cancel you or even attempt to you. I don't care to give you a redemption arc at all. Like, I just mm-hmm. find you as this part of this, like, weird, cringy part of the internet of, like, a person who just, like, doesn't know when to stop. So yeah. Like, I don't care. Like, and, and comedy is supposed to go with the times, Somewhere. right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Ricky is literally stuck in, like, 2015 still. Uh, the cancel the whole like cancel me jokes. No, not even twenty eighteen. The whole cancel me jokes and like when people do something like, oh, I'm gonna get canceled if I say this hot take. It's like, yeah, it's always been boring. It always will be boring. Yeah, I've never found it funny. You will never be funny if that is the only joke you have. It's like when Dave yeah. Chappelle is like going like, oh, they're gonna cancel me for this. Meanwhile, he he literally last week signed a new, I think four or five deal. With like Netflix, so the cancel culture is great because okay, I kind of yeah. in, in a, in a, in a <laughs> wrong. Cancel culture is great because what cancel culture actually does it builds your career. It, yeah, it, it gets you paid. It literally gets you paid yeah. and, it, and it keeps yeah. you relevant, right? Honestly, There's, who is being canceled and and stayed canceled? Yeah, I I just it definitely 100% is just them trying to stay mm-hmm. relevant. Like what I was talking about the other day and thinking about a lot mm-hmm. is like as these people are saying about like oh, I could get canceled for this or oh, what about this or Dave Chappelle's going on stage it's like but the thing is everyone has the same bar now, right? Like yeah. we're all playing okay, maybe you will get canceled for this, but we're all held to the same fucking bar whether we like it or not. So as much as you want to sit here and whine about it, it's like welcome to the battlefield, you know what I'm saying? Like you're complaining about a bar that we all have to compete against now. So what's what's new about this fam? Like yeah, we can't talk about a lot of stuff on the internet already as it is, right? Yeah. Like I I just I just think that like it's just a cancellation is just another 
way to say, please revive my career. Like Bill Maher, I don't know who you know Bill Maher is, uh, why mom, he's like a political commentary. He's also a comedian. He's much a part of the same ilk as Ricky Gervais and like Dave Chappelle. And then he's pivoting towards his cancellation thing because he's he isn't doing good in numbers. So if they say, oh, I'm getting canceled, I'm getting canceled, they're all of a sudden, a sudden like trending like number one or two on Twitter and therefore yeah. more sold out shows, right? So it's just a lazy way to be funny, I find, because every comedian yep. wants to be canceled because it means uh, tickets get so, sold more. Oh, I'm I'm getting canceled, but fucking cool boy. And but you know, back in the day, <laughs> you were, sorry, sorry. Back in in what in the day, people will be worried about being canceled. They'd have lawyers on deck coming up, but like defend. Who's who's, who's the famous shock jock thing? Howard or Stewart or whatever the famous shock jock. Howard Stern. Howard Stern. That's Howard Stern yeah. started that model, right? Do stuff so yeah. outrageous that you get headlines written about how bad and disgusting you are, you know? Yeah. It's just like, instead of being creative, instead of being, like, actually, like, putting some timed effort into your craft, motherfuckers just want to get canceled because it means another Netflix special. I mean, like, I've said this before just ignore these people like someone who wants to be canceled or is asking about cancellation or people are trying to cancel them literally just like literally block from your feet yeah just Hon block, <laughs> ignore Honestly. they don't exist if you want to genuinely cancel someone literally remove that person from your yeah. existence like so while castle castle culture isn't real dying of irrelevancy is exactly so so to bring it back in a in a lighthearted way, this was a fun combo starter here, right? So if the boomers are adhering to this type of humor to try to stay relevant and get like free views pretty much, right? How do mm -hmm. you teach a boomer the new and modern internet humor? You you just you 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 don't teach them anything. You just wait your time because their time in the sun is coming soon. Oh, uh, you're so mean. Yeah, no, man. Um, yeah. <laughs> what you should do is is basically like expose them to like what actual comedy is of the time, yeah. and like like wean them into it. Don't throw a bucket of water on on it instantaneously. Let's show them what people consider f f funny, and then compare it to what they think is. F Bonnie, and then hopefully they'll see that oh my god my taste is messed up and then hopefully we'll be cleansed once they watch honestly yeah just laugh at them just let them be old and dumb but they want you to laugh at them though that's the thing exactly so who cares just laugh if it's if it's like an old it's your like grandma let her tell her bad jokes it's fine I, that's, I don't know. I slowly, I gently correct grandma. You know what I mean? Like, I try to slowly make them aware of the woke stuff. Okay, it doesn't listen, matter. Listen, <laughs> it depends on the joke for me. If it's if it's the pronouns helicopter joke, yeah, 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 yeah. it's yeah. not going to fly. Grandma's going to learn real quick. She's going to learn that one. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you right now, the grandmas don't understand 
what it means to have a gender gender identity because gender was so strongly enforced in them. So it's hard for you to really be mad at them when they make those jokes because they actually don't understand the implication of those jokes because they weren't given the same space to exist, which we are now given. So instead of getting mad at grandma or telling her that her joke sucks, give her a better joke or just say, hey, grandma, we don't discredit people's personal opinions about their body because you don't like that either. That's yeah. that's it. Educate yeah. where necessary. Ignore when necessary. Yeah. Trust just... me, it's better that way. Well put. Well put. Well put. Well put. Rosa wants to yell at something. No, I'm not yelling. I'm just saying, uh, like, you have to kind of explain to, 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 to them the whole gender thing, too. And that I have, trust minutes. me. I have, I have okay. had to explain. Okay. Oh, See, that is something, that is a hill I will die on. I'm sorry, is... but you cannot argue that with me. I, this is a like, good I... podcast topic for another day, fam. It, it, it's good to explain it, but like, God, like, I, I, I personally haven't been through that because my grandparents I have the don't best... know. It's a dance. I, I have the best way to make somebody understand the concept of transgender and pronouns. I have mastered how to have that conversation. Okay. I'll tell you guys That's about scary. it one day. Okay, sounds but good. But I, I, I have mastered it. Yeah. No, save yeah. it. I think that's a smarter move. We'll do that. So we're going to close <laughs> off. We're going to close off with the tweet of the week, unless we have any final words about why boomers are late to the edging party. No. I uh, actually. What? Hold on. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to say, I'm going to say this because I want to stay on brand for the last few podcasts. There's yeah. something exciting that I just saw online that i really wanted to tell you guys but i'm gonna wait until the live portion of the show so if you are listening to the podcast (laughs) on your favorite listening (laughs) app right now you should come and hang out when we are streaming because that's when we talk about other things after the show and you're gonna miss out on this topic that i'm gonna talk to these guys about because you don't get to hear it during the recording sorry come to the live so, my mom is just threatening. Thank usual, you. Oh, my mom just threatens our, our audience. <laughs> this is our new PR manager. Thank you, my mom, for that well crafted advertisement. So, He's, now. If you don't come, I'll fucking kill you. If you <laughs> <laughs> Way to ruin it, Raza. Okay. Tweet of the week is on screen. All right. So, Tweet of the week is by the Whoopi Defense Force, and it is. Leaning in and kissing my homie during a heated, quote-unquote, best Kanye album debate. Timely. 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 Good way to bond. If you're ever having a trouble, like, arguing with your homie and you need to make Just lean in for a good old you know, smack. Lean in. Right like, in let there. me kiss you, man. Let me give you a wet one. Nice. Yeah, nice, nice. Okay, kids, that's it for today. We have nothing crazy to give you at the end of the episode. If you are, uh, Wine Mom already did the call to action, so check out our stuff. We're live on Monday. We post the podcast on Fridays. Uh, Bailey's live doing weird shit on Wednesdays. Soon you're going to see Raza as a VTuber, and I'm going to get rich eventually if... um. Uh, Raza decides to uh, make more TikToks because he's great. Why at it. Goodbye, me? show. <laughs> Thank you again for watching us badly talk about these these topics. You can follow us on Twitch, 
marching into madness. All one word, no space. On the gram, marching underscore into underscore madness. And on Patreon at patreon.com slash marching into madness. And again on Lay Discord A at marching into madness. Join us and Bailey will pay you 10 whole Canadian dollars. <laughs> you can follow Whitey at Bailey underscore me. Media on the Insta, you must definitely follow the life of our of our whole podcast, Wine Mom at X Wine Mom X because the year is two thousand and two, and we still have have the X in our names. And me, your favorite uh, brown boy at underscore r dot r malik on underscore. Thank you for the third time. We love you. Drink some milk and be healthy. Remember, kids. Say no to school and yes to (laughs) (laughs) It's like such bad advice. It's like here we put this well-formulated podcast together with good insight on facts and truth and political points and social issues. Don't go to school, dude. (laughs) Oh, God. Ba- Bailey Bailey listens to me say the sentence and he goes, mm, maybe I should say my sentence now. <laughs> <laughs>